And we are back in your lives. Another episode of Cellar Dwellers coming to you this January 14th, 2021. That means it's National Dress Up Your Pet Day, everybody. Happy National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Kyle, any, any pets for you to dress up? I know I have two dogs. No, Pat has a dog. Soon, looking to adopt a puppy and going to look for them on Sunday. So. No, really? Yes, so could any, be could be in the works. Could any be brand, any uh, any breed? I almost said any brand. Any breed? Any breed in particular? Um, I don't know. We just don't want one that's like too big. My parents don't want a big dog, so okay. probably like some type of terrier. Like our last dog was a rat terrier, so like that oh. Russell terrier. That's real tiny. No, no, they're not too big. They're too small. Like my dog, my last dog was like 35, 40 pounds. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I saw pictures of your old dog. Yeah. yeah, you don't want the five-pound dogs. Those are terrible. Yeah, no, I don't want like one of those ones you see in ladies' purses. No, you can't. I have the 30, I have like a 30-pound dog, and then I have, my brother got a dog, but it became like my family's dog because my brother wasn't going to take care of it in the city. So, and that's a pit bull. So, he's bigger. He's like he's like 60-some pounds, probably, 65 probably. But he's he's like a, he's one of the big dogs that thinks he's a little dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he just like, like wants to be a lap dog kind of. But. Yeah, he's always trying to cuddle up in the bed and hang out, like – but he's he's like doesn't look like he would do that at all. He looks vicious, but he's like the nicest dog ever. Anyway, I'm not gonna. I don't dress up my dog, so I'm not gonna celebrate this holiday. But for those of you who do celebrate National Dress Up Your Pet Day, enjoy the holiday. Well, like well, it is three of us today, guys. Nick's out. He, he's a busy man. So just me, Pat, and Kyle today. We got the Doug fired. Playoff picks for this week. We'll recap last week's playoffs as well. James Harden goes to Brooklyn, talks from Sixers a little bit, and the Flyers started their season as well. So we got, we'll keep it quick. We'll keep it moving today since it's just the three of us. What do you think? We start with the Doug firing, I guess. Yeah, let's get right yeah. in. I, I was kind of, I wasn't surprised by it because it, it, I kind of was in the works, right? Especially after that week 17 game, a lot of the players, you could see Jalen Hurts on the sideline going like, that's not right. That's not right. He's obviously had friction with Wentz and Miles Sanders came out and said a few things. So first off, if you have friction with the two quarterbacks, that's already trouble. Then you have friction with the GM. That's trouble. It, the writing was on the wall, but I'm surprised that they did it, you know, however many seasons after a Super Bowl, three, four seasons after a Super Bowl, whatever it was. But post-Super Bowl, guys, I tweeted this stat, and I, I looked it up. He's only 22-25-1, and one, and that – it doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it. So I know people are kind of mad, but I, I think ultimately the right decision was made. I think Doug was losing the locker room, and I don't – I really don't think next season is going to be much different, if, especially if Howie's still here. Like, Howie just makes some terrible decisions. And I, like we said, it works from the top down, Howie, Doug, and then maybe the quarterbacks, right? But I think ultimately right now we're going to step in the right direction. I love you, Doug. You got us in the ring. You got your statue outside the stadium for crying out loud. But I think his time in Philly was unfortunately up for him. Howie is staying, though. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, I mean, as long as Howie's here, we're fucked. But I mean, I was I was shocked when he got fired. I didn't think he was going anywhere. I mean, I don't think they should have fired him. He's three years removed from your first Super Bowl in franchise history. We had Andy Reid. I know they were like mostly winning seasons, but Andy Reid for like ten plus years, and we never won a Super Bowl. You get a coach that wins you one in your third year, and then you let him go over the GM that drafted a terrible team for him to coach. And you saw how he can coach with a good team. No, that's not going to twist it. It is – it will – well, he did have – you got to give Howie some credit for that year. He got some good signings that year. Yeah, yeah. He got him a good team, and Doug was able to coach a good team to a Super Bowl. Oh, but okay, yeah. Yeah, I see. That's 2017. If you guys remember, uh, at the beginning of the year, didn't – wasn't Howie voted, like, the smartest GM? I was the best uh, – the I GM think, of the year or something? No, it was some, Maybe, no, it's financially he's the best, right? It was some, yeah, it was not like the best overall GM. It was like the best, uh, it was almost like, I think it was like a weaselly kind of GM. Like he gets numbers crunchers. Yeah, something weird like that. But I remember what you're talking about. Good at manipulating the cap, apparently, nope. even though like apparently we're in cap hell. I think that's what it was. I think he's good at manipulating the cap, Kyle. I don't remember exactly what it was though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we all know how he sucks. I mean, he's had problems. Everyone except Jeffrey Lurie, the most important person who should know that he sucks. Yeah, but we he, we've had problems now with uh, Peterson's had problem with him. Chip Kelly had a problem with him, and I'm not sure if Andy Reid had a problem with him. I'm not sure if there's 
I don't remember that back then. I think I don't think Howie was here at the end of Andy's career, right? Didn't was, he like no, he was, and then come yeah, back? He was here at the very end. Going yeah, and he may have been here at the, maybe at the very end. I, I has I have to go back and look at the because yeah, this is going to be his fourth head coach, which is ridiculous. Yeah, this yeah okay. So was Andy to go through four or go through three to be going on to your fourth head coach? I had a dream. It was maybe not last night, but a couple nights. Maybe when Doug got fired, that we rehired Chip Kelly, and we fired. Howie Roseman and somehow and we turned like a like the the team like the old Oregon team just like insane and putting up hundreds of points and of course I'm not a Chip Kelly fan you know but like <laughs> it, was, it was a weird dream an odd dream as Chip, Chip Kelly coaches at UCLA now doesn't he yeah okay yeah well okay so yeah Howie's been with the team since 2000 but he was promoted to uh, moved well, when GM he in 2010 and was Andy still here 2010 yeah. He was still probably it's probably like his last yeah. year or something. Yeah. He was still here. Okay, so that's this is like his fourth coach, and I feel I feel like Andy may have had problems with him as well. I'm I'm not sure, but because that's a little far back from my brain. That's yeah. like so at some point, you just old. say maybe the common denominator is Howie Roseman sucks. Yeah. An I, I think that's fair to say. I think that is fair to say, Kyle. Um, question is, where do we go? What coach? There's a couple. I think I said it in the group chat. It's either for me personally, it's Bienemy, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator, or it's Deuce Staley. That that's my pick. People are big on San Francisco's uh, defense coordinator, right? Baldy, or, the Baldy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I he's he's too. I don't know. I do. I think I think it's really obvious. It's because Urban Meyer just got hired by Jacksonville. Breaking news. <laughs> Um, which is uh, kind of, susp- I'm never sure about that transition from college to pros. Um, who's the last, I don't even remember the last guy that, that made that uh, job. Saban couldn't do it when he was with the Dolphins. Yeah, Saban, Saban didn't do it. He had a couple stints, I think, around that because he was like with Belichick. They had that HBO documentary about mm-hmm. uh, Belichick and Saban. Um, but I, I, we'll see how that works out. Jacksonville sucks. I think he'll probably get, they'll probably end up, wait, conspiracy theory. They have number one pick, right? Urban Meyer, uh, Ohio State guy. Yes. I don't think Justin Fields was there when he was there, though. You don't think he had any part of, like, the recruiting thing at all? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I, I saw something like, on Twitter about that, and then saw there was, like, a reply dude. That was okay. Like, so I was going to say, because Urban Meyer, Justin Fields, maybe they have the Ohio State, you know, connection. Maybe Trevor Lawrence falls to the Jets. Who, who knows? Who knows? Because, I mean, he lit him up. He destroyed him in the, uh, the playoff game. But, you know, I'm not going to make that. I think Trevor Lawrence is, is better than Justin Fields. But just a conspiracy theory. Our tinfoil hats are on. Mm-hmm. Would um, you but, draft Trevor Lawrence if he dropped to the Eagles? He uh, won't, but if no. he did. I mean, if he did, like he's – yeah, I, I mean, I guess. Because then you know you're – QB factory. You're, you're, yeah, then we're in the actually yeah, QB factory. I think he's probably better than our options at the moment. And even if we want to keep our options at the moment – we could this is total this is totally like a hypothetical world here but we someone would want him we get we get a whole lot of value for him we could just trade him and we are the qb factory parker like you said so but are you guys with me though the coaches it's the enemy yeah i mean i would like the enemy i would love that i I, I wouldn't do staley either like a lot of players have come out and spoken on his behalf right i think i think i think they're gonna go the deuce route I think I would like that. I mean, I think the most important thing is being able to like handle the locker. And do I mean that you can bring in offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. You know, you know what I mean. Like have someone else call the plays, but like if you can get like I feel like Doug really had control of the locker room in that uh, Super Bowl year. They all yeah, everyone liked them. He was like, let's go get some ice cream. Everyone they had a good time. They were having fun. And then you know, crap just hit the fan there. And I also said this. I tweeted this out. And it kind of got it. Kind of got a lot of love. Sixteen likes. Sixteen, you know, for my following, that's pretty impressive. Um, I said Lewis Riddick for GM too. I said, get Howie out of here. Bring me Lewis Riddick. Now, if you guys don't know this, Lewis Riddick was a scout for the team um, from 2008 to uh, to something, and then I don't know the exact dates. In 2008, he was a scout, and then he was the assistant of. Uh, professional personnel and then he was the director for professional personnel all this span between 2008 to 2013 if you guys saw my tweet in that time the eagles picked up deshaun jackson in the draft asante samuel in free agency jeremy macklin in the draft mccoy in the draft jason peters via trade michael vick free agency brandon graham draft 
Jason Kelsey draft, Jason Babin free agency, Fletcher Cox draft, Michael Kendricks draft, Nick Foles draft, Lane Johnson draft, Zacharts draft. And those are those, that's like the names that have like carried this roster for since then, since 2013, that 2010 era. That was a lot of like Lewis Riddick had a big part in that. And I'm sure it wasn't all him. I'm not going to give him the entire credit, but I mean, if he was the head of player personnel and, pretty and, important. And, and part of scouting, I'm sure he had a pretty big say in like who they went after in free agency and then drafts and stuff like that. And he got some big names. I mean, those are all very talented players. And that's something Howie hasn't really been able to identify. It's just talent in the draft. Oh, maybe we have to look big picture here. Hope, hope Howie fucks the draft up again this year. So he finally gets fired and then hire Lewis Riddick. Yeah, he said, he said Lori. Maybe, but like we have the six pick. Yeah, it's going to be a tough. Picture. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm, dude, I want Debo, or not, uh, what is, De- Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, so oh. badly. I want him so badly, dude. He's sick. He looks so good. That championship game was nuts. Like, if you haven't seen him yet, you got to go for him. And I mean, if we get Jamar Chase, whatever. But Smith's the guy, dude. Smith's the guy. He has to be. If he's there. I thought he was going to be there until the championship game. Now I'll be a little bit surprised. I don't think anyone before us needs him as much as we do. But they could use him, you know. They could use him. I mean, if the Jets don't want a QB, then. They'll probably go O-lineman then. Yeah. Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Maybe Cincinnati, like Burrow could throw to someone. I think either way we win. Like, say, say, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is, is going to be gone, right? So, like, and we're not drafting Justin Fields. He'll be gone, too. He'll be gone. Uh, you think? I mean, he might. He might not be. Unless the if the Jets pass on him. I don't think there's any way we're taking Either way. Like, no, we, we're going to go to Detroit, right? Detroit's somewhere in that. Aren't they at five or something right before us? You got Miami in there, Cincinnati. And then Detroit and then us, something like that. Okay, so they'll probably take him. But like either way, we either get that really good alignment or we get either Jamar Chase or Devontae um, Smith. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah the, I think I actually I don't I don't know though. I, I don't know that like, I haven't really looked in the draft that much because it's not that time of the year yet. We still don't play off football. But I mean, I really want Smith. I really want him. He had like twelve catches, two hundred yards, something two hundred fifty yards. It was insane. In the first half. In the in the first half, right? Yeah. Then he set out the entire second half. So that's where I think. I think Lewis Riddick, get ready. And that's my just get Howie gone. Get him out of here. Figure out a way to get him out of here. Bring in Lewis Riddick. Let him run the GM. That won't happen. We're just being hopeful here on uh cellar dwellers. Give me Bienemy as the head coach. Cause that the, the, here's the thing. It doesn't matter who you bring in as head coach if they're not going to accept the power structure, the power structure is like how he's on top and he gets, he gets to say, and it's not like they're working together as a team. Yeah, and that's where they have to have a say in the draft pick. They have to. The coach? The, yeah. I feel like they, it's such an important part. Like you need someone that goes along with your scheme and just like, I don't know, a good relationship with, um, I, I think it's important for the coach to sign off on a player. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's the problem. The Eagles coaches have had, like Doug said, he was sick of people um, like telling them what to do. And you know exactly who it was. It was it was Howie. Like Howie said, like probably, Howie's probably like sit sit Jalen for this fourth quarter so we get the draft pick. It was pro- it was probably Doug Peterson is probably the scapegoat in all of this. But if you're an Eagles fan and you think that thing like just because Doug Peterson is gone that things are going to fix themselves, you're you're kidding yourself because it's still from the top down and that power structure was Howie at the top. Guy, get rid of Howie. That's just the bottom line of it. He has he has to go. Has to go. But um, I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, that's all I really want to say. You know when? Um, you know when everyone was saying uh, that Frank Reich was the leader of the offense. Basically, he was running all the plays. Yeah, that seems like that, that was the case. Um, after what Doug said during that interview, that he said that he wants or he's like sick and tired of people telling him what to do. Well, I saw a lot of teams around the league, and it, it works apparently. I mean, I don't know the numbers of how many teams do what, but I saw like the the good teams. I think there's, again, this is probably just a tweet, so take it for what it's worth. But the good teams, apparently, the head coach is in charge of like challenging, timeouts, clock management, things like that. And then the offensive coordinator calls the plays on offense, defensive coordinator calls the plays on defense, and then the head coach kind of just like oversees and, and like manages whatever yeah. else you need. But the play call. Unless you're like Bill Belichick. I don't even know what Belichick's. I don't know how that works in New England. Um, he might have that system where like 
it's coordinators calling the plays. Where I think Doug probably wanted to call. Doug did call the plays. Doug did call the plays, and then he had to give that power up, if I'm not mistaken. So I think that's probably what it should be, like just have – use the coach's game plan, have the coordinators call the plays, and we'll see how that works. I think that's apparently how the successful teams do it. I don't, maybe if the head coach is calling plays or and maybe that's not as successful. I don't know the actual numbers, but I hope what I'm, try, I hope what I'm trying to convey is making sense to you guys because if, yeah, yeah. if it's not making sense to you guys, it's not making sense to anyone listening, but I think that's how it should work. And I think you, as long as you have like a good guy at the helm that people respect, do Staley perhaps, and then you get good play callers like Pat said with like how Frank Reich was when he was here, then you could have a successful team. I don't think talent-wise we're that terrible. The receiver position. I mean, old. Yeah, that's true. They're old, and that—that's what Laurie said. He said we tried to keep the band together after the Super Bowl, and that was the mistake. He's probably never. You never do that. Yeah, that—that's probably because that—that's what the Patriots have made their success on. You know, prior to this season, they never kept the band together. Ever. Philly's fucked up too. That's exactly right, Kyle. You're right. So, we're. I guess you're right. I mean, I'm. I think I'm getting lost in just the big names of them, but um, because we've known them for so long. But they our defense are. is piss poor. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're right. I, that was a false statement for me to make. But I, you know, going into the season, I should say last year on paper we were like, oh, we're a pretty talented team. Sean Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, but I mean that brought the, in all these DBs who ended up sucking anyway. Yeah, and then and then they. Well, I think I think Slay was like the only one that's good, and then he just had to get in charge of like the most. And he got like, yeah, yeah. He was, I mean, going, going out to drive basically because yeah, they had, had no help. Four week stretch where it was like Devontae Adams, and um, Metcalf, and yeah, all the Metcalf yeah. every the top five receivers in the league. Yeah, he had a he had a tough stretch, so I I suspect he'll be bad. And I still think he did all right, you know, like. All, all things considered, all things considered, I guess I'm not gonna like crucify him for anything like that. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I don't think the Eagles are gonna be anything good next year. I think uh, I, I really don't know. I mean, Washington defense looks great. Dallas has a uh, potential to be an explosive offense. The Giants are gonna suck like they always do. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll talk about that way, way down the road. But if Washington yeah. gets the quarterback, they could be really good. Right. That's true, Cal. But that that's the Doug nonsense. Let's move on. Um, Doug, thank you for the Super Bowl. You want to get Philadelphia does appreciate you. We uh I take back what I said about taking the statue down too. Yeah, yeah, we take it back. We take it back. We were emotional at the time. That was the moment. Yeah, we were in the heat of the moment. We take that back. Um and well, Kyle takes it back. He said it. Not yeah. me. Even though I do think they should have waited until like a lot later for a statue. I still think they put it up too soon. But. Yeah, we are we're a passionate fan base. Philadelphia. We are, we we make very erratic decisions. But and Doug, we do want to thank you for the time. So, thanks for the Super Bowl and thanks for all the stuff you give in the city. Moving on now to playoff picks. Now, okay, last week I was pretty confident with my picks, and I ended up having the worst record among us. I think Kyle did. Kyle, you had the Bills. That's one. I got one wrong. You had the Steelers game wrong. Yeah, five and one. Yeah, you and Nick went five and one, and I, Nick's was worse. I gave, I told yeah. Nick, Nick missed. Did you the send obvious. us the? the uh, oh yeah, I see it now. Nick missed the most obvious pick of the week. He missed the Bears Saints game. Nick picked the Bears. I have no idea why. Just out of spite for the Saints. Was that what? Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, is that a spite? Because he said something always has yeah. to go wrong. I think I was five and one as well. You were, I think, four and two, I believe. Five and one. Did you take the Rams? I thought you took the Rams. No, nah. no, no. Okay, I'm the only one. No. I was the only one that Damn. played bad. Yeah, Pelos had. No, you had the Seahawks, Pat. You went four and two. Well, that's what I meant. Seahawks. Who else lost? The the uh, this. Steelers. I had the Browns. Right. You had the Browns. Hold on. He had Bills. That's good. Seahawks lost. Yeah. Okay, Pat. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you were right because you went five and one as well. So okay, I really played badly then. I was the. Uh, I went three and three. I had the Bills pick. I lost the Seahawks game. Had the Bucks game as a win. Lost the Titans game. Had the Saints game as a win, and I lost the Steelers game. So I will finish three and three. You guys all finished five and one. I'm really down in the count for our for our playoff bracket. So thank God we didn't put any money on this. But anything really stood out to you? I think I think the Bills looked good. They had a close game against Indianapolis. Seahawks surprised me with how bad they were. Probably the Seahawks. 
they were, I mean, horrendous. Yeah, I mean, they, they're, I guess they put so much weight on Russell Wilson that, like, he can't possibly, they're not that great if you actually look at them. They're really not. Jalen so, Ramsey is so good, too. Yeah, easily the number one corner in the league. I was, I'm not going to lie. I know, Pat, um, you guys all picked the Ravens, and Pat was especially saying Lamar Jackson was going to have a good game, and he did. He had a pretty good game. I was really thinking that Derrick Henry was going to have a, game that was going to carry the Titans and like like similar to last year and it just didn't happen. That Ravens defense is freaking phenomenal. He actually got shut down somehow. Yeah, shut down. They didn't even have an average game. He got shut down. So I think the Ravens defense and LA's defense as well, they shut down the Seahawks, even though Seahawks, like we said, aren't aren't nothing to toot your horn over. But um I think those are the two big things that stood out to me in the week. And I'm excited for the upcoming games. They're gonna get a little bit trickier and Nick already gave us his picks. So we'll we'll shout them out in the show. Um well, I won't load them in now. We'll just do our picks right now. Uh, NFL playoff picks uh, week two. If you guys just want to load them up on your phone or something. Yeah, I got them. We'll make our picks. Oh, Pat, if you already have them up, just give me the games because I don't have them on my phone. Uh, so first game is Rams-Packers. Uh, okay. Well, let's talk. We'll stop. Go one by one. Rams-Packers. Okay. What did – okay, what did uh, Nick go? Let's see in the chat here. Nick went with the Packers. That's one vote for the Packers. I think I'm going to agree with them. I think I'm going to agree. I definitely agree. I mean, uh, the Rams, I mean, the Rams have a great defense, but like Goff is still hurt. Um, like, even though he played well, like Bortles is back on the Rams. What is that? I said, Blake Bortles is back on the Rams. They're back up. If Goff can't play. Oh, oh, that's another thing that stood out. That, I said that is probably the best thing that could have happened to Los Angeles is that, that, Kid got a concussion, whatever his name was. Walford. Yeah, that he got a concussion. That was so weird. Like, so if Jared Goff could play, how do you not play him in a playoff game? I think they were just being. I mean, he, he didn't look like great. Like he had some throws were just like you could tell his thumb was broken. Yeah, but was, fair play. I mean, he outplayed. He also looked good for having a broken thumb too. He outplayed Russell Wilson. That's just true. Yeah. Yeah, I played Russell Wilson. So we're I'm all just off. saying, like, you know, you're in the playoffs. Like, if you can play, you got to play. Yeah. Especially if you're a starting quarterback. So let's just move on to this game, though. Packers and Rams. All all Packers? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a hesitant yeah. yes. Because I think I think Jalen Ramsey can shut down Devontae Adams. Okay. And you think that what about and, the Rams? And that's, like. Their offense, I think they can stop the run game. I don't know. I just think their defense is that good. They can keep it close. Well, now you have me second-guessing that. No, I'm, I'm sticking but with it. But it's in Lambeau, too, cold weather. So, I don't like like West Coast teams and cold weather usually doesn't work out well. Okay. Pat, and what about you? Um, I'm sticking with the Packers. Yeah, I think, Kyle, you make a very good point for the Packers. I'm going to write us all in for the Packers. Game two. Let's move on. Game two would be Baltimore against Buffalo. Oh, that's a good game. That's a real good game. It's a good game. I'm taking the Ravens again. All right, Pat. I think that defense is really good. Okay. Kyle, how about you? I know you're – what did Nick – Nick? Are you still thinking because I don't know yet? Okay, Nick, I am still thinking. Nick went Bills. Now, here's here's my hesitation with going with the Bills is because I'm rooting for the Bills. So, I feel like I have to pick them. But that defense was so good against Tennessee. And Indianapolis um, also has a very good defense. Very good defense. And the Bills beat them by 27 to 24, I believe the final score was. And I think the Ravens' defense is maybe better than the Colts. Is, is this making sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Beat the Colts. And I think the Ravens' defense is better than the Colts. It really comes down to, like, is the Ravens' defense better than the Bills' offense? Uh, yeah, Stefan Diggs, uh, Josh Allen. I mean, because the Bills have been known to like not choke, but not like not play They're the Bills. They don't win. Yeah, they're they're the Bills. Been, I, I'm rooting for them too. I'm rooting. They almost for, choked that game. Why everyone's rooting, rooting for them? Because they lose. They're losers. <sighs> this is what Kyle. Do you have your mind made up? Because I don't know. Like I said, Nick's Bills, Pat's Ravens. I'm really a toss-up here, man. I'm gonna have a toss. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills. You're gonna go Bills. Okay. Go Bills. I guess. Oh man, I guess I'll be a just to split it. I'm gonna go Ravens. 
I'm going to go Ravens. I think, like Pat said, Pat made a good case for Lamar Jackson. I mean, the dude's a stud. He is an absolute stud when he plays well and that if the defense holds up. I think the Ravens need to get out to a hot start. That is, that's it. Like they can't, it can't be a close game all game. They need to get out to a hot start and lean on the defense. So I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. I would like to say that pick's going to change, but I don't like changing picks unless like we had that circumstance last week with like if golf played stuff like that. Um, so I'll go Ravens. We're split 50, 50. That's a hesitant pick for me. Very hesitant pick. All right. Next game. First game on Sunday, Cleveland Browns at the Kansas city chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are beast, but like I'm gonna go Browns. I'm going Browns. I was gonna say I knew Kyle was gonna pick the Browns. Okay, Browns for Kyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this my safer pick because I think I'm taking a risky pick going Ravens. So I'm gonna go Chiefs just to get my record back. You know, close to your guys. I'm going Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs as well. Um, the line right now is at minus ten Chiefs. So like. That's they, a pretty big line to lose. Like right, they are losing. getting, they are getting Ward Denzel Ward back. They're getting their coach back. So who knows with Cleveland? Who knows? Do they do they ever play this season or no? I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't think so. But I like Cleveland. Kansas City likes to get off the real slow starts, and to do that against a team that can run the ball as well as the Browns do. Oh man, Kyle, you're making great arguments this week, brother. Kyle, you're making very good arguments this week, my friend. Yeah, okay, they haven't played this season. They have not, they have not played. Oh, damn. They were right, Kyle, because remember when we were making the argument about the Steelers, and I said the Steelers stunk, and Pat said, I don't know, they're not that good. And I said, well, they've only beaten these crappy teams by yeah, – You ended up being right on that, so. I was right. They did stink. But then Nick also said, like, the Chiefs have some close games against, like, the Panthers and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, they haven't – some teams, like – you're kind of surprised. Like, ah, now, I, now I, I'll go Chiefs. I'll just stick with Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I'm, I'm I think stick. it's going to be a shootout, and I just trust Pat Mahomes over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, they had an insane game in college, if you remember that. Yeah. It could be a, it could be a remake of that. So, who knows? I'm going to go with the Chiefs just to stay, uh, you know, safe, I guess. What was Nick's pick in the chat? He went Chiefs. Okay. Chiefs. And then we got our final game of the night. The hardest one of the week to pick. Bucks Saints. Now logic would dictate that everyone here should pick the Saints because it's been they've already played twice this year. Yeah, see, I don't know. See, that's why you should pick the Bucks because you're not beating a team three times in a year. No, I say logic dictates that you should go Chiefs because it's been two blowouts. But much like playoff Rondo, and even not quite the same, but I'm saying playoff Brady is different. Like he, he balls, he can play well in the playoffs because he, he's such a vet. Antonio Brown, that was his first game back. The second time they played the saints. He, he's a monster now, like not now, like he's like, he's been a monster he, the previous years, but coming back into this season, he wasn't playing as well as people may have expected him to. And now he's like really coming into his own. He's a touchdown the past couple of weeks, putting up some good numbers. I think Antonio Brown's a difference maker in this game. But are you guys all going Nick's Bucks? Nick went Buccaneers. Me too. Kyle's a Buccaneer. Pat? Um, I know it's a tough I think I want to say, I think Bucks are the better team. They're just, dude, they're so loaded on offense. Yeah, see, my pick, if you guys remember, I said I think the Buccaneers have potential to go to the Super Bowl. I've said this a couple times. And, uh, with that being said, though, I think I'm gonna go with the Saints. Gonna go. I'm gonna go that because that's gonna be my pick. If you guys all win Bucks, I have to go Saints just to try and get my record even, just to try and get it close to you guys. Um, I'm rooting for the Buccaneers, though. I want to get that on the record. I'm rooting for Tampa Bay. My pick will be New Orleans. I can't go against. They've blown them out twice. They've blown about twice. So I'm just going to go with that. So there we go. Lock them in. Here are our picks a week. I'll read them back to you right now. Nick went Packers, Bills, Chiefs, Bucks. Pat, Packers, Ravens, Chiefs, Bucks. Kyle, Packers, Bills, Browns, Bucks. Sean, Packers, Ravens, Chiefs, Saints. So I'm going again. I'm going against you know a lot of you guys because you all went Bucks and we all went Packers. So the Saints game is going to have to help me, and the uh, the Ravens game and the Chiefs game we split. 
or we went two and two there. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. One of us probably going to go four for four. One of us has to, unless I mean that, that Bucks Saints game can go either way. I'm just going to go off the fact that it's been two blowouts. I'm going to take the buck or the Saints. That's the only reason I'm doing it. So, all right. There are our picks for the second week, and I'm down big. Those guys are five and one. I'm three and three. So I need two big games. I can't even I can't even take the lead this week. It's impossible for me to take the lead, but there we go. Next topic on the agenda. James Harden. Boy, oh boy. That's kind of I'm not even sure how I feel about this. Um, he went to Brooklyn yesterday, big signing. Obviously took the the NBA Twitter by storm. But the talk going into the day was that it was good. Philadelphia was the favorite. And then we all got on our uh like we were ready to grease the poles pretty much. That's what I'll say. We're ready to grease the poles. We thought Harden was coming to Philly. It seemed like he was coming to Philly. We had the deal. They ended up wanting to ask for Tyrese Maxey and Matisse Thibel and a lot of picks. So it didn't work out. It didn't work out. He ends up going to Brooklyn. Are we happy that James Harden didn't come to Philly for the asking price? Yes. Yes. And I wanted James Harden really bad, but like the Nets – the Nets might not work. They and now they have no future. Dude, they and you work. you know, you know, come on. Tyree's a snake. Uh, Kevin Durant's a snake. They'll be gone in within a year if this doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think basketball, like, if you're talking, like, you don't have to get along with each other to still be good. Like, as long as you can yeah. hoop, you can yeah. hoop. Yeah, not with they're, Kyrie. They're not going to hoop together well, bro. They do. Like we said, we've been talking about this for weeks. There's only one basketball, bro. Yeah, but everyone said that when the Warriors got KD. The Warriors passed the ball better than anybody. Yeah, they had it. Dude, they were. Ball. We've been hearing that forever. No. Ball. Super teams win. That Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, super teams win. Lakers and six. Lakers and six, man. I still think the Lakers kind of beat them, so. Yeah, I've got Lakers and six, man. They're. I think they're – I mean, they lost their whole entire bench now because the one dude – Dinwiddie got injured, right? Levert's gone. Uh, yeah, Dinwiddie's I'm pretty sure out for the year. Levert's gone. Uh, Jared Allen's gone. Jared Allen's gone. They have no. They bench. are. Yeah. They have no one coming off the. They bench. got fleeced yeah. for one player. Did Shamit go in that deal or no? I don't think he did. I don't know. I think Shamit's still on the team. No, he's still there. I think Shamit survived it, but so he's your best bench player, Landry Shamit. Good luck. And you have your starting center, Jeff Green, with. Uh, Joe Harris. I mean, they'll be they'll be shoot they'll shoot the lights out from three like that. I'm not gonna say they're a betting better shooting team than Golden State was, but you got Kyrie who can shoot, James Harden who can shoot, KD can shoot, Joe Harris can shoot, and you know, okay, the center. So Joe Harris is now off the bench. No, he's starting. He's starting. It's I don't think so. Or unless they don't start Jeff going, Green. No, dude, they're going small ball. It's gonna okay. be it'll be Kyrie, Harden, Joe Harris. KD. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, uh, Jeff Green. That'll be it. So I just don't think it's going to, I don't, maybe it's just me being a little pessimistic that we didn't get him. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to work out. I think there's going to be some sort of drama. We don't even know if Kyrie's going to play this the rest of the season. He mm-hmm. sat out for personal reasons and then sat out for the health protocol because he got caught without a mask. Um, we'll see what happens with Kyrie. Kyrie yeah, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Excuse me. So now, now their, their bench is. Do you want to hear what their bench is? Yeah, go ahead. Read it. It's to me. terrible. Yeah, go, go, go. It's it's Bruce Brown, whoever the fuck that is. Uh, Landry Shamit, TLC. Oh God. Reggie Perry, Nicholas Claxton, Tyler Johnson, and Chris Chioza. Tyler Johnson, jeez, man. The only oh. person I know on that is TLC, and that's because and Shamit and Shamit and yeah. Shamit. Yeah, yeah that's that's a pretty brutal. Play. Oh, I guess Jeff Green will be on the, but like, no, Jeff Green will be Jeff? starting. He'll start. He's the starting center. Jeff Green. Oh wait, so they're gonna they're not gonna start DeAndre Jordan now. Oh, that's right. They have DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, okay. I forgot. Is DeAndre Jordan playing? Because I saw a graphic from ESPN saying that Jeff. I don't know, but he sucks now too. Like he's I, not any good I anymore. I saw a graphic that DeAndre Jordan was um, or Jeff Green was the starting center. I, Maybe I, if they're oh, doing the small ball. Let me see Jeff Green or DeAndre. Let me just check DeAndre Jordan's game logs. Um, but anyway, I just on topic. I don't think it's going to work out because I think you said like they're all kind of like soft and kind of drama queens. I guess um, it's going to be weird seeing how that works in the playoffs. It'll be not in the playoffs, but like as the season progresses, I should say, because 
one basketball, a lot of drama queens. It's going to be interesting. I wouldn't necessarily like put them in as a lock. I mean, they should be the prohibitive favorite. I don't know how the, the contracts work out. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, was Karis LeVert getting paid a lot or something? I mean, I guess they don't. I mean, no one, on, no one on their bench is probably playing. So, who knows? Who knows? Anyway, I let's talk to Sixers, though, because we had to give up Maxi, Matisse, Ben, and the picks. That's what we would have given up. Let's talk Maxi, because Parker and I were coming home from the gym yesterday. And we had 97.5 The Fanatic on because the Harden all stuff was going down and we wanted to hear, like, maybe the news would break. We wanted to hear it on, live on the radio. Um, and they put Tyrese Maxey on for an interview. And as this is happening, they start mentioning his name in trade talks. And we're like, oh, my God, like how crazy would it be if Tyrese gets dealt as he's doing an interview on the radio on 97.5? Ended up not happening. Number one, the kid, the kid's a baller, man. I'm loving Tyrese Maxey. What did he start out today, Parker? 11 points, 4 for 4? 5 for 5, 11 points, yeah. He's a baller. And I'm not saying he's going to be any James Harden or anything, but he has a lot of potential to just be an absolute stud. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of him. Loving what I'm seeing out of him. And I'll say this for Sixers fans. On the bright side, um, you're, you we had a good team, like really good team when we were all healthy. Started the season seven and one. And that was with Ben and all that. And Ben's wasn't putting up great numbers. So don't be down that we didn't get hard because we still have a very, very good team at the moment. But as my friend Ray Dunn, former colleague, not former colleague, he's still a colleague of mine, a former classmate of mine, I should say. He tweeted, I actually wrote an article and um, he had a, it was about the Sixers pretty much saying like, He's pretty much saying like you have a limited opportunity to win in the NBA and you got to get the superstar. And a lot of teams that are good don't go after the superstar because they're just they're they think good enough. Like it's just it's gonna propel them to a championship. And really in the NBA, you have to take risk. Ray, if you're listening, I hope I did that justice because I thought it was a really good article. He said, quote, factions of fan and media support stand behind players in spite of clear flaws. And the team's overall success allows for a veil of protection in front of the painful truth that a team will only participate in ring night if they're the opposing team watching. I thought that summed it up. That was pretty much the sum- summation of the article. Six, we have overall success, playoff team, all-stars, things like that. And this overall veil of success makes us think like, okay, we don't have to take these risks. And we stand behind our, like a lot of us, a lot of people call Ben Simmons elite. I think we've probably said on the show. When really like James Harden probably would have been the guy, but I'm going to be positive. I'm disappointed, but let's be positive. We have a good team. We'll see what happens. But then that's probably the favorite. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Maury still might have something up his sleeve. Oh, oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I do have a conspiracy theory. You guys have your tinfoil hats ready because this is a good one. I think Maury has a past relationship with James Harden, obviously. And I think he saw the asking price that Houston was asking for, for Harden. And he said, forget it. Forget about it. Because I think he has an idea that someone, because remember, James Harden's only on a limited contract there. He might not resign. I think he might think like, oh, that this could go badly or they're not going to pay him as much as they can because there's Kyrie, Harden, and Durant on that team. Right. They're not able to pay all of them. Let me just wait it out. We have a good team. Let's wait it out until free agency. We know he wanted to come to Philly. It was number one list on his number one option on his list. Let's wait till free agency and we'll sign him then. And then we'll get to keep Ben, Joel, and have Harden. That's my conspiracy theory. That's why Maury could Maury could have pulled the trigger. Like he could have pulled the trigger on the deal. I he, think they I think they would have rather traded with us. I mean, I I think so too. They probably would have gotten it's, that's what it sounded like from the reports is that uh, Philadelphia was a front runner. So like if we gave them that that package what they what they wanted, um, which was basically the same as Brooklyn, but uh, you know, with three Excellent. players. Yeah. I think that we you know, we probably would have gotten them. But yeah, I think Maury could have pulled the trigger, is what I'm saying. He could have done it and he didn't do it. Yeah. For yeah, whatever but... reason. He thought the asking price was too high and he said, I think he thinks he has a chance at him in free agency whenever that is. He's that and there's other players like out three there. Three or four years, isn't it? I think it's maybe two. It's two. It's two. And and there's still like Bradley Beal might get traded. His name has been mentioned because the Wizards suck. 
They're just wasting, yeah, they're they wasting to go after Bradley Beal. They're wasting his career over there. So it'd be a lower asking price, right, than James Harden. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, here's the thing: like Ben Simmons right now is not worth a can of tuna fish. He's not. Like, no, I still think he is. No, he's not, man. You, you, dude, he doesn't take ten foot jump shots. Can you imagine him and Westbrook on the same team? That would be <laughs> the worst shooting percentage of all time. He took two shots against Miami's like bench. Yeah, you can't be dropping five points in a game against Miami's bench. Bench. Let's look up the games going on right now. The the second game against Miami. He's got a triple double, but like, oh damn it! <laughs> but he's got ten points. Okay. All right. 10, 10, and 12. All right, you play a little bit better, I guess. But, you know, he, he can't be like – you can't say like – I could think of – where you rank him in the NBA? Like, I don't think he's top 20. I really don't. I could probably, probably think – Probably top of, 30, maybe. I, I could probably think of 20 players I'd rather have that are probably – that I probably yeah, I'd probably rather have. I think I could think of 20, like, qu- pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So. Tyrus Maxey. Yeah, Tyrus Maxey. <laughs> Jake Milton. Um, Jake Milton. I'd rather trade Ben Simmons than Maxi. <laughs> yeah, me too. Maxi seeming to be a very good player, you know, for, for the team. So, Jake Milton has, uh, I think, he has twenty five or twenty six right now. Baller. Yeah. Oh. Ben Dude, Sim- our bench is actually really good. Ben Simmons might be like the. F- I think he's like the fourth leading scorer right now. By the end of the season, he very well might be like the sixth leading scorer on this team. Yeah. Probably. I mean, he might be. It's Joel, Tobias, probably Shake, or Danny Green. Maybe Danny Green might edge out Ben Simmons. Oh, Seth Curry. We forgot about him. Seth Curry, I'll probably. Dude, edge. we don't even have Seth Curry right now. Yeah, Seth's probably will edge him out. Danny Green might edge him out. Tobias will edge him out. Embiid and uh, yeah, Shake will probably edge him out too. Who knows? Maybe Maxi might even catch him. Ben Simmons might be like the seventh leading scorer on this team by the time the season ends. Embarrassing. I just don't think like you, Kyle. I know. He's basically like he's reached his peak as a as an NBA Kyle, player. Kyle, Kyle and I mean you have been like Kyle. Pat's been more like just we we should have gotten Harden. We should how he was team Harden. Me and you were Ben Simmons. He's he's elite. He has so much potential. He's the next next quote unquote next LeBron. If he's a jump shot away from being LeBron, and then we're and then we're like you know Harden's actually putting up like. 35 point triple doubles consistently, right? Yeah, but Ben Simmons is much younger and the championship window is longer. Uh, James Harden is an MVP caliber player right now. Like, and then we we got back to Ben Simmons and then he had that like goose egg night and we're like, forget it, give me Harden. Like, I can't, I can't watch this, I can't do it. Yeah, and at the deal, but, I think the deal happened at the wrong time where it did leave a little bit of a bitter taste in my mouth because I, I want it Harden and apparently Ben's ecstatic to stay in Philadelphia. I'm sure he is. You know, well, whatever, man. He better start balling out or else he's going to make my list. But, I mean, I I don't mind that, like, like I like that Brooklyn had to give up, like, everything to get him. Yeah, and we would have had to as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we like, I like they, that it wasn't just, like. three years from now. Yeah, they could. They very well could be. The question is, is it worth blowing, like, say, say that happens, but they get one or two championships out of it. Is it okay? Yeah, it's, it's worth. Oh, it's worth it. Come it's on. worth it. Yeah, it's if worth. If they that. do win the chip this year, then yeah, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, I think that's the point. Like, Ray, yeah, all you Ray, need is one. I think that's the point that Ray was trying to make in his article is saying like you have to take those risks as an NBA franchise because yeah. just being good enough, it's not like NFL. I think NFL you can like just get progressively better and better every year through the draft and things like that. When the NBA, like you need a super team and you need to take risks to make a super team. Won the Raptors of finals. Raptors, yeah, exactly. Good point. I, I, if he thinks he can get Bradley Beal though, or something like that, it's it's kind of a better fit. Yeah, it's definitely a better fit. Yeah, it's definitely a better fit. And he's a he's, and a he's younger. He's younger. I'd, I'd rather probably rather. How old Seth Curry? He's pretty young too, right? Yeah, he's young, young enough, I guess. I mean, he's been but he's not a he's a vet. I consider him a vet, but he's not a old old vet. You yeah. Know? Uh, you just can't waste Embiid's like MVP shot year, right? And I, I just think if we had a chance, oh, he's thirty. Maybe we might. Yeah, but it's just that he's, he's a young guy. His style of game too. He'll be good for yeah. until he's like thirty six. I just think 
I really, I did. I really like, I keep referencing Ray's article. I thought it was perfect. Like you need to take risk if you're going to do it. Like Kyle said, ask, ask the Raptors. They went after Kawhi for a season and they got the ring out of it. And they'll say it was worth it every single time. So they gave up way less. I feel like. I know they, that was a big deal. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi was coming off of not playing for a whole year too when they got him. I don't remember that being a big deal. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I remember. I thought it was a pretty big. I mean, they ended up getting like Danny Green too, and that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, I thought we should have taken the risk. I thought we should have taken the risk and just seen seen what happened. But if Maury has other plans, oh, I hope he does because I really think the point Ray made in the article was right. I think it was right. Like you can't just expect your team to just get there by themselves. You need like the Warriors got a championship, but then they got a couple more when they went after and got Durant. Like granted that was free agency, not a trade, but you know, I would guess at, with, at some point with, with Maury being here at some point in his career here, uh, Ben Simmons will be gone. He, everyone seems to love Ben Simmons here. Like doc apparently loves him. Maury apparently loves him. I don't get it. Maybe they, I mean, they see more of them than I do. I mean, I, mean, Maury, I think more. You bullshits. also can't be like, no, I don't like this guy. Yeah, like Maury's like That's true. Maury's like, I like Ben Simmons until I can get James Harden. Yeah. He, he, he would have definitely done the deal. Like, I think the picks probably made him hesitant. Picks and yeah. Maxi. I hate how good Maxi is, though, because John Maxi, like, yeah. we, we got to start calling it. Yo, we got to start calling this dude Tyrese in the chat, man. <laughs> yeah, I kept saying like Maxi is so good. We gotta say Tyrese. Like Ty, we gotta do yeah. something. Can't be saying Maxi's so good. Ma- Maxi's crazy. Um, yeah, that's an inside thing, I guess. Yeah, if you know our friend John Maxi, you'll get it. But anyway, that's our NBA talk for the day. We'll see what happens with the Sixers and uh, we'll see what happens at Brooklyn. We'll see what happens at Brooklyn. I think we should have went after Harden, but hopefully we can get maybe Beal or someone down the road, and hopefully Ben Simmons can start shooting the basketball. Okay. Uh, Pat, let's just talk Flyers real quick. We'll call it an episode. Flyers start off the season versus Pittsburgh. Nice six to three win. Yeah, Went dude. Out. Yeah, they look good, man. Um, the I know pieces... Nick's, Nick's top, typically the guy that can talk more about this, but, uh, you know, I watched the game. I could talk some, I'll talk some hockey. Uh, pieces they brought in have looked good. Gustafson had, I think, two points, two or three points. I remember the um, they gave to, uh, what's his face? Has a he had a one shot. Well, he still gets an assist. Yeah, he gets the assist. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, the I mean, Hart looked average, but like I think it was that one goal. Was that one? Yeah, just like yeah, true. Right was, it was. Yeah. It was a bad decision, but like I did go back and watch it, and like Crosby literally like turned, stopped it in the middle of the air, and then just backhanded it into the net. Like most people aren't making that play. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well, like, uh, either way, Gustafson looks good. Uh, Faraby, who's like a uh, one of our first round picks from I think two years ago, he looked is looking really good. Yeah. Uh, he had four points. Question is like, what's the ceiling? What's the ceiling for the team? Is it is it the cup? This is this is a cup year. Absolutely. Let's get the cup. I was chugging, chugging my, chugging it out of my cup for a second. My uh, drinking some water. Um, it has to be. I mean, like you can't not be not, trying to win a cup this year. Yeah, coming off the season where you have the one seed in the East. I know it was like a not a traditional season, but yo, yo, I just saw your name was Kai Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 did you just do that like this episode? Yeah, I did it like. Maybe Guys, we were talking about Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie. Yeah. yeah. We were, Pat, I was telling Pat about this when we were sorry for me to get off hockey topic for a second. I was like, Kyrie's one of the guys where like he maybe read like one like he went to Duke. He probably took like one philosophy class, and now he just thinks he's smarter than everyone else. And fair play to him for what he's like for what he's doing. You know, I know he's standing out for his own moral reasons and stuff, but he always seems like that. You know, he's got that flatter thing about him where he has yeah, like he thinks he knows more than other people. It's like he had like a life altering shroom or like LSD trip or something, and he just hasn't been the same after that. Yeah, I fair play to him for like um, you know, sitting out if it's for what he believes in. But I always have felt like he thinks he's like above people. I mean, he left not just on the court. You know, he left LeBron because he didn't want to be the Robin, and then you know, I mean, like he sits out and stuff. Yeah, didn't he call reporters peasants? 
I don't remember. Dude. But there was like that quote. Yeah, he did. He quote did. with like peasants. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that, but it wouldn't surprise me. But anyway, yeah, that was that's funny, Kyle. You're making your name Kai, Kai Rosenberg. Go back to uh, hockey, though. Yeah, we. I think we have the 11th best best odds. I think they said it on the broadcast last night. 11th. 11th, really? Yeah. Wow. I I think I wow. said that. Yeah. That's Maybe. pretty low. I I yeah, think. Hop on that. I think yeah, that'd be a pretty good bet right now. It's a quick, it's a quick Google search away. Let's see Stanley Cup odds, um, twenty twenty one. That could be totally wrong because I I see so much crap on the uh, on the what's it called like Twitter and stuff where I'm trying to figure out stuff for the show that um I forget. Okay, never mind. Flyers are second in this. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Never, never. If I read something on Twitter or something, just don't take it for what. Don't take it for <laughs> anything because I see. I try to see so much stuff on there for our, our show that I, I forget. Yeah, yeah Bruins, Flyers. For a fact checker here on Cellar Dwellers. Yeah. Wow, have- look at this. Oh wait, that's for that's for the East Division. Okay. They have okay. a total. <laughs> Well, anyway, we have much better odds than I just said. Don't like us. Just don't take my word for that. Don't take my word for it. We'll, we'll always. No, start. we're at seventh right now. Um, total. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just throwing out. I'm at second. But mm. sorry, I got to stay hydrated, lads. Um, yeah, I think we have a pretty good odds. It was a fun game to watch. Just put up six goals. I missed all the goals in the third period, though. I was cooking dinner. My fam- my parents were at work, so I was cooking dinner for the family, and I scored all the goals. So I missed all the the good stuff, but hey, it is what it is. All right. I'm ready to call an episode if you guys are. Yep. Yeah. Before we go, let's just remind everyone that Cellar Dwellers is brought to you by Manscaped, the number one leader in manscaping technology. You can use our code on their website for 20% off plus free shipping. That code, you ask, is Cellar Dwellers, all caps, no space. Get anything on their website. We recommend the Lawnmower 3.0. It's their new redesigned electric trimmer that eliminates all the nicks and cuts. It's a 7,000 RPM motor, an LED light to illuminate your grooming area, has a nice charging stand on it. It's the top of the line razor for your manscaping needs. Go on that website, manscaped.com. Um, use our code seller dwellers 20% off plus free shipping okay guys like i said uh a couple good ufc fights this week that we'll talk about next week you know i'm not sure it's anyone kyle would know but uh, pat you know i got max holloway coming up on saturday he's a big fight and then they have a fight on wednesday they're back on fight island then the mcgregor fight is the following weekend so busy week for the ufc we'll talk about that next week as well we'll go over the playoffs next week Talk more Sixers hoops and some more Flyers. We're in a busy time, guys. We got all well everything but baseball. We got Flyers hockey, Sixers basketball, and some playoff football to talk about. So we're staying busy here on the Cellar Dwellers. Hopefully we are back to the four of us this week. But, guys, enjoy the rest of the evening. Yeah, evening. It's 8, 9.30. So I'd say that's night. <laughs> enjoy the rest of the evening, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Peace. See you.